Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ruben Jay here. I would never give up my microphone. Here, grab that real quick. My vessel is magnificent and fierce and huge. I have one pair of skinny jeans, and I'm going to wear them every week just to piss you off. What is your name? Ruben Jay. It doesn't matter what your name is. I'm Christina Grimmie, and uh, this guy's awesome. You're tuned into On Air with Ruben J. Mike. What? On Air. With Ruben J. I may have deserved that. So you're, <laughs> listen, you're listening to On Air with Ruben J. It's Ruben J. here in the studio uh, with the one and only Darby Walker. Darby, is it Darby Ann Walker or Darby? What do you prefer? So I prefer Darby Ann Walker just because okay. I like the oomph behind it, but everyone always just says, oh, it's Darby Walker, so I'm just okay. going to have to accept it. Okay, let's do that again. It's Darby Ann Walker, <laughs> ladies Darby and gentlemen. Ann Give Walker. her a round of applause. There's like five people in the room and nobody's clapping. <laughs> I'll clap, you for, clap myself. for yourself. <laughs> that awesome. self-support, self-love. <laughs> hey, well, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's, it's so awesome to be chatting with you. Uh, I know that it's, it's been probably about a good year since we talked uh no wait no 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 i talked to you in like november october so almost a year oh my gosh yeah wait (gasps) yeah we're in july oh stop it what yeah that's crazy it's insane you know what and the funniest thing is 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 with with the voice and idol and all of it it's just so quick it just happens so quickly and then next thing you know the next season's starting well with idol it's like a year but with the voice it's like every six months there's a new show a new a new season yeah so it's like as soon as we get to know you guys and then we don't get to see you guys anymore and then there's a whole new group of people that we have to get to know yeah it's just, it's just insane it's weird it's like really fast it's a very well-oiled machine that you get pumped through and especially when you're in it, you have no idea how fast and crazy it's going to be until you're in like the most intense part of it, and you're just like, "Whoa!" It's it's really the most amazing thing to hear people describe the voice process because it's not just it's wild. People people think that if the show airs in September, they think that you audition maybe in August. That's hilarious. And then yeah. that the show airs like a month later. No, you it, for the November show it was you're like taping a year in like long January. Process. Yeah. Just the whole audition process, getting to like the blind audition point, that took a year. That's insane. a that's insane. It's crazy. So when was your first audition? Okay, so how it works is like first like you go online and you submit and you do all that, you know, that fun jazz. Um, I didn't go to like a cattle call audition. A um, cattle call. Yeah, like no, that's like what happened. like when they come to your city and there's like thousands of people. Mm. I didn't do that. I skip I skipped that part. Oh, she's special. <laughs> well no, my manager at the time, um at the time my manager like he uh, was talking to one of the casting directors, so I just went to uh, straight to the executive auditions. Okay. Um, That's for the producers? Yeah. Okay, so you have executive auditions, then you have uh, another executive audition after that, and then they say, all right, here's the 90 that are going to go, you know, get ready to do the blind audition. So I really only went in front of people, like, twice before, or <laughs> n- two or three times. I think it's three. It's a blur, but I think it's three times, actually. I'm not quite sure. I'm sorry. But still, that it, and people don't realize that there's multiple rounds of auditions before yeah. you actually get to the television side. So, um, again, it's been such a long time since I've even seen your blind audition. Oh, gosh, yeah. How, you know, here we are almost well, over a year removed from your blind audition. Yes. At least, but almost a year removed from the time that you, w- you were even on the show to begin with. Yeah. Um, what has changed since you're blind? Obviously, you're not on the show anymore, but... Yeah, no, so I'm not on the show anymore, sort of doing my own thing. Um, Lots of things have been happening ever since then. I mean, I swear, 
a lot of people will say like you're gonna grow as an artist if you go on the show but for me like i grew as an artist but i'd say that show really pushed me to grow as a person i am oh my gosh who i was a year ago and who i am now it's like yeah my fundamental values are still the same but i'm so much more um empowered so much more empowered how so how so okay so i've been doing this since i was six years old i've been singing and acting my family moved from georgia to california how old are you now I'm turning 19 in October. Okay. October what? 12th. October 12th. I'll remember that. I'm a Libra. I'm going to send you a, a birthday card. How, okay, look. I'm going to be waiting. I'm counting on it. If I don't get it, I'm going to text you. You'll be like, yo. Be like, yo, you forgot something. <laughs> um, Your fans will be like, yo, you're an asshole. Yeah, exactly. They will. They will hunt you down. My fans are the best. They're so good with that. Um, no. And it's like... I've um I'm taken under a lot of like projects that I've always wanted to do but never thought I could do. For example, I'm working on publishing my first book of poetry. Really? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay. Um, you're like, oh, okay. No, no, I'm, <laughs> but I'm interested. Who reads poetry anymore? Um, <laughs> I I used to write poetry <laughs> yeah. in like middle school. I've been writing poetry. Roses are um, red, violets are blue. That's all I got. How about you? <laughs> there you go snaps <laughs> um no so it's like music and po- like writing was something that like went tan like in tandem for mm-hmm. me when my father passed away i started writing music and i also started writing poetry and i've saved everything i've ever written in like a folder that folder is actually in my car right now i take it with me everywhere hey rachel go get that folder out of her car please oh my gosh i'll go grab it if you want <laughs> it's embarrassing there's some interesting things in there um so i'm working on that i've got a movie coming out this year in um september or october lionsgate nice. picked it up Really? Yeah, I'm stoked. It was produced by the same producers who did Halloween and Michael Myers. Is it a horror movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's, um, what's it called? It's called Alice the Hatred, and I'm Alice. Of course. Of course. Oh, naturally. No, <laughs> no, no. And that was super fun. That like whole team was amazing. The whole cast was really, really great. Um, so that's happening. And then I'm also working on my music and traveling and life and just... Sort of experiencing everything one step at a time. I don't know. I really wasn't in a huge rush. I feel like as soon as we got off the show, you're like, oh, crap. What do I do now? You yeah. go from like this high of like, you're working at a certain caliber with people and doing this every single day. And it's great. And then as soon as it's done, you go through this weird depression. Because it's like, one, you're not surrounded by your family anymore. Like the c- other contestants, or for my season at least, we all became family. We all still have group chats and talk on the regular we planned a like like a meet not a meet and greet um a reunion we're planning another one like we love each other i better be invited you should <laughs> hey guys i brought my friend <laughs> like, half of them were like oh i know that guy the other one's like that guy was a jerk to me <laughs> i ask I terrible questions sometimes no i liked your questions i always had the Mix most fun one. with you oh oh my okay. gosh yeah i thought you were so fun like whenever we were on the red carpet you know getting interviewed People would ask like the same like five questions over and over, but I appreciated the freshness. Like I don't know, your questions were different and they were fun. Let's make this about me now. Okay? Let's talk about you. Yes. Let's just keep complimenting okay, you. Okay, yeah, I love this. This is my favorite interview ever. <laughs> I um, no, but uh, uh, thank you. I really appreciate that. You're I, I stri- That's actually what I strive to do because I, f- I figure by the time you guys get to the live shows and do the red carpet and all the media you do in between, because what, again, what people don't realize that watch our red carpet interviews is that. You also have media calls that you guys do throughout the week. You have, um, yeah. you do media for your hometowns all like constantly. So by the time you get to us, you're probably tired of the same old. What? Why did you choose this song? What inspired you to do this? Why did you wear this dress well, or whatever? Well, but the thing is too, it's like we don't have as much control as 
like people think. Yeah. Or like I was lucky because I di- I did I had a lot of control and like say so over what I did because me and my coach were just. I don't know, really in sync, but like a lot of people, like you don't get like if I if I said, hey, this is a song I want to sing. If it doesn't get approved, you don't get to sing it. Or if they say, no, you're gonna sing this. You, well, guess what? You're singing that song. And when it comes to wardrobe, like it's not like you're hand picking everything you want to wear. You're working with a team of people to create this thing, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But it's not all like that's where um me and uh, some of the other people who worked there always had a saying, and we were like, it's called the voice and not the artist. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a frustrating experience for an artist. I mean, it's great, but you also have to, like, let go a little bit. Whereas if you're a singer, then you just, you know, it's easy. You play dress up, you sing your songs, and you go home. And that's not meant to sound mean at all. That did sound mean. That's not meant to sound mean. I apologize. But there's there's a definite difference. No, if you have a vision, and this is, like, who you are and your passion, like, of course you want to see it come into fruition. But... You also have to take in consideration that you're working for a network, and the yeah. network knows what they want, and they know what story they want to tell for you. So you don't really get to portray yourself exactly how you necessarily would. Yeah, well, and that's for me. I always, I always question the voice because it seemed like for the amount of creativity they have with like the performance side of things, or like mm-hmm. some of the cool videos that they put together. When it comes to like wardrobe, which is a big part of an art of artistry, it seemed like they took the safe route every single time with the I guys. I like to think, oh, with the guys, to say I was not. Well, I was going to say with the girls too, <laughs> but you seem to be able to stand out with all oh, that stuff because yeah. you didn't get stuck with the the ball gowns or I refused. Yeah, I flat okay. out refused. And the nice thing was, like, I still talk to a lot of the people that um I worked with when it came to wardrobe. I still talk to most people that I worked with there. Like, I was very, very clear and very specific. I was like, look, I have. A very specific vision I know what I want I'm trying to do something different and I know that like people are afraid of different and I know that you know the network might be afraid of different but I need this and that was the nice thing about Miley is like having her behind me Mm -hmm. supporting me saying you know what no like there was one performance where I was gonna sing barefoot and the only reason we did it is because like legally you have to have something on your feet so it was almost like my foot was wearing a bra like it's like this little thing and we're like this looks stupid so we're just we're gonna wear shoes instead but like for the most part like i was very lucky and everyone had fun like we had we had so much fun creating my looks like it was stressful at times but it was fun because we all got to like I don't know. We were all putting in a piece of it ourselves. Like a lot of times they were like hand sewing or like once um, her name's Marta. She went down and bought feathers for something that I wanted to do. Like we were all like part of this creative process, which was more fun than just playing Barbie doll dress up, you know? Yeah. Well, and that, you know, with the guys, it seemed like every single week it was a suit or some sort of or a leather like, jacket, a leather jacket <laughs> yeah. with like with like, you know, washed jeans or whatever. To and be fair, though. No, I'm so sorry. I just interrupted you. Oh, no, no. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. So, like, they have us. Cut the interview. It's over. (laughs) Leave. Um, No, we How dare you interrupt me? We give them, like, sheets of what we want to look like. I mean, and as a guy, like, unless you're, like, about to be, like, a cool David Bowie-esque kind of a person, like, I don't know. A lot of the guys are seasoned. Like, that was very much their style. Like, that was them. Who was on your season? Because I'm trying to remember who. So... um, we had, um, oh gosh, Brendan Fletcher. Okay, so it is that season. Okay, that's what I want to make sure. Um, because the only person I think, even though he had very much the voice style clothing, but was able to stand out was, um, oh God, why am I, I'm blanking on his name. What does he look like? Uh, the little, little guy. Um, Billy Gilman? Yes, Gilman. <laughs> I lo- love Billy Gilman. Like seriously, he and I are like became bros towards that's the end of the season. because Billy Gilman is like, excuse my French, Billy Gilman is the shit. He Billy is. Gilman is, he is so cool. <laughs> he is. Like, and I, I feel, I feel bad for him because I really thought he should have won, you know? And I, again, I don't remember who won that season. Sundance. Sundance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now, uh, now I even stand by that even more so because 
I feel like the, the voice needs a champion who's going to hit the charts, you know? Okay, and I well, think okay. Billy would have. That's exactly how I feel about every winner of The Voice. Let, okay, here's my thing. Here's and I love thing. them all. No, The Voice is definitely, as much as we want to say it's about the contestants, The Voice is for the coaches. Yeah. Okay, the, the, that's what the show is about. Um, if you're smart, you go on there and you try to give yourself as much exposure and collect as much of a fan base as you can and launch yourself. Like, the way I looked at it was, all right, we're going to take this opportunity. I could care less about winning. Winning was never the goal. I was like, we're going to take this opportunity to present yourself exactly how you want people to see you. We're going to take this opportunity to, you know, speak your mind and stand for what you believe in, and the rest will fall into place. No one, I, I mean, you get sucked into it at the end, but I don't remember anyone specifically saying, oh, I'm here to win it. Like, that was never what it was about for any of us, like, at all. Yeah, well, and, and I know that, and I agree with that in, in a long, I feel so special. There's so many cameras on us right now. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, and I agree with that, too, because American Idol was very much, the first couple of years were very much about making a star. But then towards the last couple of years, it was definitely more about J-Lo and whoever was going to be but, on the show. Yeah. But The Voice has been very clear. It's always been about creating stars out of, like, the coaches, you know, yeah. and, like, giving the coaches a, a chance I to make more money. I think that the show needs to put out someone who's going to be a champion because yeah. it's going to lose its credibility. I feel like it's already starting to. Well, it, well it, I thought it started losing its credibility, like, in season four. Probably, when, yeah. When they're four seasons in and, and none of their contestants ever really charted. I feel like the only person who's starting to, like, kind of make a dent is, like, Jordan Smith-ish. But, yeah, but he's not making a mainstream dent. No, no. Because, I mean, he made a Christmas album. I'm not, like, my thing is, I don't know. The support given to you after the show, it'd be one thing if you were given, like, help, mm -hmm. but you're not really given that. Like, once it's done, it's done. Yeah. And, like... Well, that's literally the... You know, like, even when you're, you were eliminated, you know, I, I reached out to the, the publicist there at The Voice, and they're just like, oh, just reach out to her through, yeah. through Twitter or whatever, and I'm oh, just like... No, once they're done, they're done, and they say thank you, f you know, like, basically, it's like, thank you for helping support the show. It's one thing I would never take back the experience. I love everyone there dearly. I respect everyone there dearly. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. But unless you're part of the industry before going into it, and unless you have some sort of idea of what you're going to do after, I wouldn't recommend it because you're going to go back to your town and you're going to be exactly where you started. You have to go in there. Like, go in there with a plan. I went in there very much aware of who I was what I was going to do, my strategy. I went in there knowing that after, like, it wasn't the end-all, be-all for me. Like, I'm good. I've got my career. I'm still going, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm And good. it opened some doors for you, it looks oh, completely, like. Completely, completely. It's like, it, it did. It completely opened doors, and it really opened me up to a lot of new fans and a lot of new people. That's what I'm grateful for. Like, that was the best part of that experience is the people that it's connected me with. So, in other words... Us. Right here, you right? see this yeah. synchronicity? Yeah. Yes, okay. It's perfect. Okay. This thank you voice. Like <laughs> <laughs> this would have never happened. <laughs> it it would have happened eventually. <laughs> eventually, eventually. Maybe ten years down the line, but it would have Oh god, eventually. ten years. Can you imagine ten years without Ruben J? No, but what would my life be like? I don't even know. Ten months ten without Ruben J must have been hard. It was hard. It was. I went through my withdrawals, but it's fine. I made it. <laughs> I made it here alive. <laughs> You're such a bullshitter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna choke. No, Please don't okay. Die on no, the show. I was just—I just got back from Georgia, right? And it was okay. such an interesting time. Um, I had my grandmother's funeral. It's so sad, but like, anyways, while I was there, my family members. Um, my family is not the most supportive of what I'm doing, and I remember one of my um, one of my cousins is you know engaged, and her fiance was like, "So Darby, like, um, you know, what's your plan? Like, it's time to start thinking about the real world. Like, you're you're not gonna be cute forever. Like, dreams don't pay the bills. No, this was my favorite. He's like, maybe you could go into sales. You're a good bullshitter. And I was just like, wow. 
Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Family support. Family support, you know, but it's fine. I mean, the way I look at it, it's like, I feel like people take life very seriously, yeah. like ridiculously seriously. And it's if I'm given this one shot, like this is my blank canvas, I'm going to give it all I have for this one thing. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But at least I can go to sleep at night knowing that I gave it my all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and that's important. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, the great Wayne Gretzky once said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing at that? Because that's, that's like in cliche. every single classroom okay. growing up. Like yeah. every math classroom has yeah. that poster. It's, it's, it's very much a cliche. It's <laughs> yeah, but it's much, true. It is. It's true. It is. It you is. know, I would have never have interviewed you if I would have never been like, yo, come <laughs> on my show. No, and you were persistent, too. I was so, like, terrible. I've been so busy. Like, it's been months. I feel like this has been a process. Uh, yeah, I started asking you, uh, I think, in, like, January. <laughs> 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 I think it was the first time I reached out. Yeah. I'm so sorry about it's that. It's all your fault. If it makes you feel any better, I'm like that with almost everyone in my life. It's a terrible, terrible thing. I feel bad for your boyfriend, if that's the case. Well, no, he, I'm pretty good. <laughs> hey, let's go out, on a, let's go out to, to dinner. No, Four months later, he, hey, when are you No, he dinner? still talks about that at the beginning of our relationship that's how it was he was like do you remember when you had like zero time for me and you were too busy and too cool and that's i was funny. like yeah <laughs> like that was that happened i'm sorry <laughs> very sorry that's that's funny so let's talk about um miley cyrus let's talk about her do you still talk to her i do really mm-hmm. can we call her <laughs> she's busy right now they're filming the next season so so no, I'm trying. I'm not, I'm not trying to like be disrespectful. Just be like, yo, Miley, I need to, I need you to to be on air with Ruben J for a second. Oh my god, I'm totally kidding. I really no. talk to you. That is such a lie, but it's okay. <laughs> Nobody in this room believes me right now. <laughs> no, because who would talk to me when you could talk to Miley Cyrus? I would. Really, Ruben? Yes. All right, I'll come down and we'll hang out more. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right. No, she's You're awesome. buying me Starbucks. I'm buying? You're buying me Starbucks. Okay, I'll buy. <laughs> I'll buy Starbucks. All right, we got this on camera. It's legally binding. It's legally binding. I can't get out of it. It's fine. Yes. Um, so, Miley, uh, has she heard any of your new your new music? Or? Um, I'm trying to think. I sent her something a while back. You have to understand. It's, um, it's an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. And it's something I was I got familiar with from being on the Disney show I worked on before. And it's like I struggle with it internally a little bit, but I under I try to understand it. When you're with someone, you know, like when we were working on the show, like her and I talked about everything all the time. It was great. We were both supporting each other through this experience and we're both really similar people, so it just it worked. We clicked. But now that like, you know, she's doing her thing, I'm doing my thing, we're not I don't know. That same, like, time isn't there. I, when I reach out to her, it's, how are you? I hope everything's well. Like, happy to see you're doing well. You know, things like that. Yeah. Like, as if you were talking to someone you went to high school with, like, 10 years ago. Like, that's what it's like. Sounds like me and Carson Daly. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And it's like, I don't know. I look forward to the day when, um, fingers crossed, hopefully, I like to think it'll happen. The day where I'm on the same sort of, like, level, the mm-hmm. same playing field, I think then it'll be a different, you know, a different story. But right now, I'm still having to prove myself in this industry. So, I mean, for her, like, she's a busy person. I have to be understanding of that. Um, But we do talk occasionally, yeah. What do you think of her new new music and her new sound? I like it. Um, Hesitation. Well, no, okay, look, here's my thing. I was a huge fan of Miley Cyrus and her Dead Pets. Like, I loved that music. Um, just because I felt like it was so untraditional, so weird, so honest, talking about the so bangers wrong. album? Not bangers. I'm talking about, like, do you know that picture where she's got, like, stuff, like, dripping out of her mouth, and, like, sprinkles oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, that? Like, she's got, like, um, what's my favorite song off of theirs? Forgive You. 
Like, it's just super, super rad. Um, like, when she performed at the MTV, like, uh, when she hosted, she, like, you know, performed her, like, single off of that album, like, a couple years back. Anyways, I'm a huge fan of that era. Okay. I loved it. You have to understand, too, like, I used to be a huge fan when I was little. Like, Hannah Montana was my first concert. I was obsessed. Like she I, st- I stood in line for the movie. Are you serious? Yeah. I think we're connected now. <laughs> we're one. We're one. No, like And I and I and I I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. Yeah. I was obsessed. But um I mean, I don't know. Like as I got older it was just different. Like her new music now is great. I love that she's on this new path. I love that she's exploring new things. Like I think it's awesome. I think growth as an artist and as a person is one of the most important things ever. And the fact that she just is completely free and doesn't limit herself, I support that to no end. Um, so yeah, I like her new music. I'm just a huge fan of like her last album, but I love what she's doing. And if anything, I think that she's, um, she's like the people's hero, if that makes sense. Like who doesn't like her at this point? Cause she's always doing things for people. Old, old, old people. Well, old people, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I can't stand that Miley Cyrus. I, that's, that's my Blake Shelton. Oh, here's what I've always said though. What has Miley done that Madonna hasn't done or Cher hasn't done or anyone else hasn't done? The only reason people had a problem with her is because they watched her grow up. Yeah. So for them, like, they couldn't get that predetermined image out of their mind. But Well, I think a lot of it, too, is just, like, she's a lot more accessible now. Yeah. You know, I mean, Madonna didn't have Twitter. <laughs> no. Can you imagine if Madonna had Twitter back when back she was in the doing day. her stuff? Guys, I'm feeling like a virgin today. <laughs> like, I don't know. What does that even mean? I don't even know. What does that mean? You know, if I walked around saying I feel like a virgin, like people a would be virgin. laughing at me or calling they the cops. Would, like, that's not a good thing. <laughs> that's, like, not, like, something to Like, fly. poor guy. Poor, poor guy. Oh, he feels like a virgin. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Pick yourself up. Do your hair. Let's, get hair. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's my party dress. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, cool. So, so if you if you had a chance to, to, to tell Miley, like, face-to-face, like, what you think about her music and the decisions she made, would it be a supportive role or would it be, like, Oh, a- sub- completely supportive. Okay. No, I love, like, don't get me wrong. I love the song. I love Malibu. I think Inspire's beautiful. I love what they're saying. She's just so at peace with herself right now. And the fact that she's so open with that, I think, is great because a lot of people look up to that. So it's, like, I don't know. I was planning on going back, um, going to visit everyone on set, like, soon. So it's, like, I'll see her and I'll talk and it'll be nice. But um, Take me with you. T- take me with you. No, like. I need to talk to Carson. I think at the end of the day, like, for everyone out there, because, um, like, the first thing anyone asks me when it comes to the show is what was it like working with Miley? You guys were so close. It's, like, I think people forget that whether it be Miley Cyrus or the homeless person I had lunch with like last week, like everyone's a person. You had lunch with a homeless person. I do that on the regular. Really? Yeah, because uh, people are people. It's my biggest pet peeve to watch someone walk by a homeless person and completely ignore them. Like when they'll like they'll be like, "Hi, could you help me?" and they just walk by as if they're a ghost. Like that is my biggest pet peeve. So yeah, I think at the end of the day, the fundamental rule that I live by is treat everyone with kindness and treat everyone equally. Bottom line. So whether it be Miley or him, like. I love everyone equally. I think I fail as a person. No. Oh, no. As I think it's something we all need to work on. I, I like to joke around too much. And <laughs> a lot of times people don't think I'm being like a jerk when I'm not. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, gosh. Ruben. Well, you know, it's funny because I got in trouble on the last season of The Voice. What'd you do? You, do you know Stephanie Rice? Yeah, I, okay, she was my favorite of that okay. season. I love Stephanie, okay? She's cool. And she did, one, she did a song. I don't remember what song it was. But she missed one of the notes, and then she recovered amazingly. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her. I said, "Hey, you know, I heard that. You know, I saw you. You, you stumbled on the on the notes, but then you recovered like a superstar." Is what I said. 
And then apparently that got me in all sorts of trouble oh, for pointing no. out. <laughs> to the point where uh, I'll be working with American Idol from now on. <laughs> oh, no, really? <laughs> yeah, they, they got like, people got really upset about it. And I'm just like, oh, everyone needs to calm down. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> everyone needs to calm down. I messed up notes. Like, when you're singing that much all the time and you're that stressed out, like, yeah, your vocal cords are tired. You're going to mess up every now and then. I don't care who you are. Adele just canceled her last two shows because her voice couldn't do it. Like, that's a natural thing. Your voice is a part of your body and it gets tired, just like every other muscle. So, exactly. People need to breathe a little bit. And that's what I, you know, that's, that's my thing, too. And, I, and you know what? It was a question. That pointed out a flaw that turned into a compliment. Yeah, I, was, I think you were like trying to shine on a moment where like she really showed her skills. Genuinism, set. genuine, like, yeah. genuine, gen genuosity. Nope, nope, <laughs> no. Okay, I'm getting, <laughs> shut, a word? I'm getting no. shut down. <laughs> Are you sure? Can we create it? That could be a word. <laughs> she was making up words earlier, and now I can't make up words. So whatever. <laughs> um, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not old, so I can't just do that. Oh my gosh. Um. I see, yeah, she's over there shaking her head. If it makes you feel any better, my dream ever since I was little was to, like, be, be old. old. Yes, after I've watched the Titanic, you know at the end, like, Rose has the long hair? No, I'm serious. She has the long hair and she, like, throws <laughs> no, the thing. No, don't, no, don't that try was, justify that me. was what I wanted to be. I was like, that's going to be me someday. <laughs> like, I'm so I, You know, I feel like Jack right now going down the water, just drowning <laughs> right like now. Just, drowning, just like, oh. <laughs> no, I'm so weird. It's so bad. You know, my, my dream is to be retired one day. <laughs> Not old, Darby. But no. <laughs> not old, the whole different thing. I just want to be like the coolest old person you've ever met. I, I feel like that's you, you. Yeah. No, Lindy, put your hand down. Stop distracting my guest. Oh my gosh. No, I like her. We're gonna hang out after this. I'm sorry. I'll buy her Starbucks. What? Come back. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I can't do this. Oh my now goodness. My headphones are all tangled. Oh. <sighs> That was Darby Ann Walker, everybody. Um, <laughs> she'll never be welcome back she'll on the show again. She'll never be here again. She has no music out. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. <laughs> I do want to talk to you about your music, though. Let's talk about it. you released a song in January, right? Yeah, I released a song a little back. Uh, Don't Want to Stop? Yeah. Uh, tell me about it. Tell I, about I listened to it earlier. Thank you for listening to it. I'm you're glad. welcome. No, I streamed you. it, though. So. Well, thanks, Ruben. You made a whole... Negative five for cents. I gas down here. <laughs> you could have bought it. No, don't even worry about it. Um, She's just calling me out on my shit. Like, yeah, what the hell? In front of my boss and my producers Look, and everything. you missed a note, but you recovered, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Um, okay, so I released that back in, like, was it January or February? I think it was February. It said January on iTunes or <laughs> Apple Music. Okay, Apple Music. All right. Okay, so I released that back then. I wrote the song probably two years ago. Um, but it's basically, it's a pretty political song, believe it or not. Uh, basically, like, talking about society and how... Um, is, is this your secret way of supporting Donald Trump? No, oh, God, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said that, but, like, no. Um, no, no, no. To be, if I'm to be completely honest, not to, like, make everybody hate me, but I wasn't a fan of either candidate this time around. Hey, at least somebody in Hollywood will admit it. Like, I just really wasn't. I wasn't feeling either person. I feel like... But then again, with politics, how can you ever have someone who's really 100% like genuine and honest? Like yeah. politics, that's the nature of the beast. But I just don't think. I don't know. I feel like we're the laughing stock of the world right now. That's just my opinion. But hey, it's all good. Let's talk about music instead. People won't hate me if I talk yeah, about let's, music. Let's talk about your song. <laughs> let's talk that's, about that's that. That's more important than politics. <laughs> um, although I will say, I will say this, and then I'll like get off the topic. Um, having uh, the man we have as our president now. 
he has, I will say, like, I feel like a lot of people, because of retaliation and being afraid, we've all learned to come together. Like, I did the women's marches in L.A. when those were going on. I, um, I don't know. I've recently just met with a lot of people, and I've definitely made myself way more aware of what's going mm-hmm. on because of everything. So it's like I try to find a blessing behind. I, th- I feel like you have to live your life that way. So there's definitely been, like, positives to this experience. I can't say it's all been bad. So far. Okay, okay, we're talking about um, politics still, not The Voice. (laughs) Yeah. The Voice was amazing. The Voice (laughs) was amazing. Politics is uh, what they are. So don't want to stop. Don't want to stop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that. (laughs) That's a great, it's such a great song. Thank you. I I really do like it. It it was different than what I was expecting, too, because it seemed like on The Voice you were portrayed as a country artist. Really? That's what, that's That's what what you took from it? That's what I took from it. Whoa! Interesting. That's really interesting. I'm. I'm. That's cool. Am, to I, hear. am I way off base? Yeah, but it's cool. Okay, it's fine. I'll admit when I'm wrong. That's cool. I, I, I'm mean, not I wrong. Didn't, but... I didn't sing a single country song, but it's cool. No, I know that, but it, it seemed like that was what they were trying to portray you as was like that or like a hybrid of like a country pop artist, kind of like a, I would say like a mini Miley. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean. I would say I'm more on, like, the alternative genre. Like, my writing style, like, if I play new music, like, what I'm working on is very different than even this single. This is something I released because, I don't know, it was fun. I figured my fans would like it. It's definitely not the route that I'm taking for the rest of my music, but it was one of those why not, why not Might as well. Might as well, yeah. Might as well. Um. Oh my gosh! This is so crazy. You're yeah, I'm looking at so I'm looking at pictures, pictures of you. Of me. You which, googled by way, me. Which, by the way, whoa! I didn't realize that was you. Does that not first. look like me? I'm a chameleon. I'm, I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> oh no! Is that, that's not, that's is that, me is too. That you? Yeah. I gotta put these pictures on the video. So I that, just look I knew different all the time. Yeah. No. It looks. These look. These pictures look more grown up. Oh yeah. Like this looks like if you were in your twenties, not your. Late teens. Not your late. What can I say? I'm an old soul. I don't know. So this looks like you're getting ready to go out clubbing. I was actually going. Is it bad? That was for my like winter formal when winter I was a formal. junior. I was a junior, and that's what I wore. This is what she wore to her winter formal. You know what? But this is actually very conservative compared to what most people wear to the uh, winter formal. I, okay, look, look. In my I favorite, wore booty shorts to my you, winter formal. Ruben, I applaud you. Look, I applaud the confidence. I love it. You made a statement. Yeah, it was a statement that nobody ever wants me to make again. <laughs> See, look, so getting compared to this, like, cute, innocent, yeah. Darby Walker. Okay, well, obviously they want to portray me as innocent, and, like, that's what I was going for, because you want to appeal to as many people as you possibly can. But that's, okay, if I'm to be honest, that's what I'm working on, like, reversing right now. That was my biggest mistake, and how I branded myself. It's because, like, I'm learning to become... Is that you or Britney Spears? That's me. <laughs> Believe it or not. That looks like Britney Spears. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I'm learning to, like, be way more unfiltered. I've realized I would much rather, like, be able to be myself and keep that, like, part of me sane than try to be this character all the time. Because, like, d- I'm definitely that person. Who I was on the show is definitely me, but it was a much more, um, what's the word, restricted version of me. Like, I didn't fully, like, give more, you... More prime time? Yeah, it's prime time. T- that's prime time Darby. That's PG-13. That sounds like a great uh, nickname for you. Prime time Darby? Prime time Darby. <laughs> If you ever get into wrestling, that's going to be your name. Primetime Darby <laughs> in the ring against Booty Short Ruben. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, we all know who would win in that one. Me? Of course. <laughs> of course. I'd be laughed out of the building. <laughs> I, here comes Booty Short Ruben. <laughs> 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 no, that's 
not that's not that's nothing anyone wants to see. <laughs> that's not cute, Darby. Again. No, I'm sure it was great. <laughs> People, you know what? I, there's gonna be a. I think I just heard her say she wants to see me in booty shorts. I do too. It's fine. Curiosity kills the cat. It's all good. I've got. I don't want anyone to die. I'm I'm not trying to kill anyone. (laughs) But hashtag booty short Ruben. Hashtag booty short Ruben. Let's see what happens in that one. Two K (laughs) seventeen. Oh God, this is this is going to hell in a handbag. I'm so sorry. I've completely like destroyed this interview. It's okay. You made it more about me than anyone's ever done. Uh, I like talking about me. It's okay. Oh, good. I think it's fun. We should like play Rover, so I'll interview you next time. We can do that now. Okay, cool. Um, hi, this is Darby Walker, and I'm here with Ruben. Ruben, tell me about yourself. Welcome to the studio. Thanks for being here. Thanks. I don't even know how you do your job. Neither um, do I. So what's your favorite color? What did you have for dinner last night? Like, I don't know what you ask. I had hamburgers. Me too. I thought you were vegan. No. Okay, look. So <laughs> I would really love to be. It's definitely a goal that I'm working towards. I'm actually like working on it. My boyfriend's doing it right now, and I'm supposed to be doing it too, but it was 4th of July. And, um, you know, so, America. So we're going to go get barbecue after this? I love barbecue. Don't tempt me. There's a great barbecue place right down the street. Wait, is it really, though? Yeah, it's called Dickie's. Dickie's is so good. You have yeah. a Dickie's here? Yeah, it's like like five miles from here. Where's, where's Dickie's? You're old. You're supposed to know this stuff. Oh, my gosh. Do you ever hit him? Yes. Yeah, I I would hit him. She doesn't realize I have a great lawyer on hand, too. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So so you you said your music is different even than what you've released. What is your music developing into? That's what we're here to talk about. Definitely more like, okay. Um, Yeah, music. No, not country. Ruben, I play the ukulele. Like, it's it's not country at all. Um, Okay, so I'd say, like. It could be a really cool, like, Hawaiian country. (laughs) I ride my tractor. To the barn. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't with single. you. Um, so it's like, it's definitely along the lines more like, say Florence and the Machine, Lana Del Rey, Zella Day, Bob Dylan, and Janis Joplin had a baby. That's what I'm trying to go for. <laughs> that makes any sense. That's a lot of sex. That's a, that's a lot of sex, Darby. <laughs> no, okay, look. I, I bring up those artists specifically because they're known for their lyrics. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say, like, a lot of what I'm trying to do, or a lot of what I've been, like, inspired by and influenced by lately is very lyric-based. And I don't know. I feel like I write my music like I write my poetry. I would much rather write something and present it to you and you make meaning for it yourself than me, like... Say, I met a boy, we fell in love. Like, you know, like, that's just not... It's my favorite type of music, though. No, okay, look. I'm I, pret- not... I pretend I'm the boy all the time. No, I am not throwing shade, but that's one of the reasons why I could never get into Taylor Swift's music. It was just so... And that's why I don't like the radio most of the time. No, I'm not... My show's going downhill from here after this one. No! Taylor Swift is like the leader of the Illuminati. She will kill me. No, okay, I respect her as a businesswoman. I think everyone has a right to make whatever kind of art they want. And I, you know, I respect what she's doing. It's just not for me. It's not what I believe in. No, and I, and I agree with you completely. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're on the same page. Yes, but I just, Taylor, don't kill me, please. She won't. I hear she's like the nicest person ever, apparently. Uh, well, let's ask uh, Katy Perry about that. Oh, my gosh. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I feel bad for her. I feel like she's getting such, like, so much negativity, like, thrown at her right now. Katy? Yeah. She's going crazy. Wasn't she always though? <laughs> like, wasn't she always? No, but crazy? I think she was able to hide it behind her uh, behind adorableness and I great think, music. I really think what threw people off was the haircut. I really do. Like, that's my thing. I can't look at her without thinking of Kate plus eight. You know who that is? Uh, yeah. Okay, I can't think of like her. Like, I look at her and that's what I see. And I'm like, God, I don't want to see like a mom when I look at you. But that's what I see now. Like, where's your children? 
It's and that's so mean. That's but like I, I don't know. I feel like it was just very. Diff- I don't. I really don't even know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Let's make the, those make the best interviews. <laughs> I have no words. Let me just mumble into just, your microphone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. So, uh, when can we? What, what's the timetable for you to have an album out? Do you have that oh, kind gosh. of determined or? That's my least favorite question in the world because I don't think people really understand how this works. Um, I'm negotiating. I'm going back and forth with different people right now because in order to make music or to make the kind of music that I want to make with the people that I want to make it with, it costs moolah. Lots I got five dollars. <laughs> I think I've got like three dollars in my purse. Like I think we can record at least <laughs> one second of a song. One with that. second, we can get one millisecond. Yeah. No, so it's but for me, like I've I've basically been focusing on putting together a team, and like I said, focusing on growing myself. I really took time, and it's something I've never done. I took time to like, not, like go to the studio right away, just so I could explore new things. So, to give you an exact timetable, I can't give you that, but I can let you know that. It will be coming sooner than later. I don't think that really helps. No, I think if anything, it's just going to anger the people who want to know. I'm sorry. I want to release. Here's the thing, too. I have a song. I've got a video. I want to release it. I had a whole idea of what I was going to do. I was, like, planning. I'll just tell you the idea because I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. I was getting ready. I was getting ready to um, take, like, a series of, like, five different songs. And they're, like, some of the most honest songs I've ever written regarding my life. And I recorded voice memos before, and I was going to leave them on phone recordings. I wanted the concept to be super raw. Like, here's these phone recordings with these super high-quality videos telling my story. Because, I want, like, that for me, that was super symbolic of what my journey has been. Like, I don't think people really realize, like, who I am and my story and what I've gone through to get to this point. Like, it's been a very hard road for me and my family. Like, these past nine years that I've lived here have been some of the most painful, beautiful like I don't know like years of my life like it was definitely hard there was times where I did not want to wake up the next morning like it was hard but the nice thing about that is like looking back I am who I am now so that's what the whole concept behind that was I was going to release this song which I'll sing for you today called 18 and I made a video for it and it's on my computer all I'd have to do is upload it and it's so tempting it's very tempting but legally when it comes to everything going on I have to be careful that's it guys I'm sorry I'm working on it like so soon I want to and even when it comes to merch I've been designing merchandise I've been designing a website like I have all of these things and I feel like everyone's waiting for them I just have to get all my ducks in a row to do it right just give it to me on a flash drive. <laughs> okay. I will upload it for you. It'll be leaked, Darby. <laughs> no be, one will have to know. We'll cut this part out of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no evidence of it. None. <laughs> Very cool. So uh, you have no idea when you're going to release music. Um, I don't have a date for you, but oh, it's soon. I don't have a date for me either, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Um, I have a game for us. Let's play. Let's I love play games. Okay. I so, love games. Uh, it's called The Bowl of Truth. Oh, okay. Goody. I didn't write these. I don't know what's in here. I don't know if there's a ton of them in here. But essentially, it's like a truth or dare without the dare part. Okay? <laughs> so it's a truth or truth. It's, tr- it's truth. <laughs> or truth. <laughs> truth or truth with Darby and Ruben. All right. So um, you're going to pick a question. Okay. And Well, I'm going to pick a question for you. Okay. And then you pick questions for me. All right. Okay? And we'll do this until it's no longer fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So you, we'll have you go first. Okay, okay? good. Because you're the guest. These better be good, guys. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay, if you could be an animal, any animal in the world, what animal would you be 
and why? Okay, I've got two answers to this question, and I'm very prepared to answer it because I've thought about this a <laughs> Did lot. Did you give her the questions ahead of time? <laughs> no. I don't know why this is a question that, like, I've just been preparing for my entire life. But there's two answers. First one, okay, if I could be any animal, could be, I would definitely be, like, a horse or a bird. Okay, here's why. Let me explain. Horses are beautiful and majestic. I want to be one of those horses that lives on the beach and is, like, wild. They have those. I would be that. Um, or a bird, because birds are cool and they could fly. Like, could you imagine being able to fly? That's cool. I don't like flying. Okay, well, Ruben, you're missing out. Flying is great. When like, I have to what fly, What if you're in a confrontation you're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm done with this. You just flap your wings and you go. Like, you're just like, bye. <laughs> like, I'm out. Like, you know how cool that would be? Like, I would use that all the time. But I'd say my last answer is, like, like whenever I see people, I automatically, like, give them an animal that I think of. Um, like, okay, no, that's dumb. Like, for me, I definitely think I'm, like, a tree frog. Like, you know those posters, like, the frog Wait, is just, okay, like... Wait, hold on. You, well, you said you give people animals? Yeah, okay, this is okay, so, so dumb. Okay, so what animal did you give me? You'd be a raccoon. <laughs> I don't know why, but you remind me of a raccoon. Okay, like, I've already you, okay, thought about this. Was that it's from like, back when we met in November? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. No, like, this is something I do. You can ask. I, you know, I think we should make a t-shirt. <laughs> Ruben the raccoon. Ruben the raccoon. Hashtag Ruben the raccoon 2K17. <laughs> Hashtag Ruben the raccoon. Hashtag booty short Ruben. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a raccoon in booty shorts. Yeah. That's going to be That's our new logo. You. That's your spirit animal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very afraid. No. I'm very afraid. Okay, your turn. Yes. Try to top that. Okay, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> what is your favorite body part? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, answer honestly now. My mouth. No, that's not true. Like, okay, my body part or, like, someone else's body part? Your. Mine? This is okay. your. What is your okay. favorite body part? Um, hair. My hair. Are you serious? That's your yeah. favorite? Well, I mean, you got good hair. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I, I took after uh, John Stamos in Full House. Oh, my gosh. You did. Yeah. I see the resemblance. It's uncanny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it would definitely be my hair. All right. Let's, let's do a couple more of these here. This is fun. I like this game. Yeah, I'm never doing this again. What's the best... Best slash worst gift, or the best worst gift, or the worst best gift, or the best or and okay. So what's the best gift and the worst gift you've ever given and received? Oh, okay. This is easy. I feel like I'm a great gift giver. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm one of those. My birthday is December twenty-third. Good to know. I'll remember that. I'm a sentimental sap. No, I am. So it's like okay. For example, like um, when I first started working with Miley. Um, I don't know, like, like I said, we connected, we clicked. So what I did, being the loser that I am, um, okay, I collect, I don't know if you guys have ever seen them, I'm a huge, I love antiques, and one of the things I collect is, um, they're old World War II silk pillowcases. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, they're rad. People, like, soldiers, when they'd get to a base, they would send them back to their wives or their mothers, and they'd have poems on them and pictures, and they're beautiful. So I got her one with a poem on it, and then I wrote her. A poem as well. Nice. Yeah, you would have thought I was like a lovesick, like fourteen-year-old boy. Like, <laughs> no, no, like. But I like, did that I, a lot when I was fourteen. No, I was just being like genuine. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's what I do. Like, those are the gifts that I give. Or like, um, my boyfriend's birthday is coming. Like, his his birthday's coming up, and I've already got like it's a whole like gift plus gag gift plus cute thing. Like, I don't know. I just try to make everything super personal. Hmm. Um, so best gift I've ever given is probably, probably along the lines of those. Like, like things like that. They're always different, but I just give good gifts. Worst gift I've ever gotten. Okay, so one Christmas, I was so, I was a brat. It was terrible. And the sad thing is I ended up getting it later. So my little sister got an iPod for Christmas a couple years back. And I remember I was very upset 
because I wasn't allowed to have an iPod when I was her age. And I pitched a fit. And I think she got an iPod, and my sister and I got, like, I mean, we got clothes, but, like, clothes. How, how old were you? This is so embarrassing. I probably, like, was 13, and I was jealous of my little sister. Like, wow. Okay, look. Here's a, No, wow. ready? My aunt, when I was little, my aunt gave me and my sister iPod Nanos. Do you remember when iPod Nanos were, like, the thing? Okay, I was so excited. That's all I wanted. My mom made me give them back to my aunt because we were not allowed to have, like, technology. Wow. Oh, I, my mom was strict. I don't think people realize. I was, like, it was very strict. I was, I did not watch TV all the time. Um, my sister and I shared a phone until, like, the end of sophomore year or beginning of junior year of high school. Oh, we shared a phone. We didn't get that phone until we were, like, f- mm, almost 15. Like, we were very late in the game when it came to everything You know, I had, I had to wash cars and pay for my own first cell phone. I, I pay for my like, cell phone. Like, my brothers, my older brothers, both got cell phones, and they. this is back when you had to pay per minute. Oh, and gosh. This, this makes me feel like I'm old, and Lindy's over there looking like, I remember when I had to write things on, on uh, solid stone, you know? <laughs> Jesus was my classmate. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get fired after this. <laughs> but the whole point, they ended up ringing up this huge bill, mm-hmm. and it was like, like $4,000 worth of Whoa. minutes and stuff. So when I wanted a phone, my mom looked at me and was like, no, I'm not buying you one. So I went, and I had to wash cars to buy my own phone. There you go. Yeah. I've got a dirty car if you want to help. You seem uh, like you got practice. I, I don't think you can afford me. You're a starving artist. <laughs> Low blow. Below the I'm just boat. speaking the truth. Okay. I wish I got this question. Okay, here, let's do that. Let's, let me just take oh, this question. Wait, 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 wait. Save it. Okay. It's your turn. Okay. We're giving you a question. Okay. If you had to change your first name, what would you change it to? I know this answer, too. To me? <laughs> For me. Oh. But, <laughs> how how do you know? How, how would you know, Darby? All right, your turn. Your turn. Um, my first, my first name. If I would, if I were to change my first name, my whole first name would be Ryan Seacrest. Oh my gosh, you got a crush, don't you? It's, well, it's more than a crush. It's more than a crush, Darby. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. Slightly, it's a slightly stalkership lifestyle. <laughs> oh, I mean, There's he's a reason special. why he went to New York. <laughs> You're scaring me. <laughs> oh, no. Like, you have my phone number. You have my number. <laughs> uh, what's your number? Seven. <laughs> Seven. All right. Uh, you already know the question. What song uh, would you choose to be the soundtrack to your life? Okay. So, like, at the end of If My Life is a Movie, at the very end, the song that will play is My Way by Frank Sinatra. Um, because that is just one of the best songs to ever be created. And Frank Sinatra has been my favorite since I've been, like, eight years old. Um, but, like, I don't know. There's so many other songs. Do you ever do that? Like, I will, I'm that annoying person that always has my headphones in because, like, I do go through my life, like, I've got a soundtrack going on and I remember things that way. I'm, like, super into French music right now. It's bad. I have no clue what they're saying, but, like, I like it. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I'm feeling this. (laughs) I want a crepe. (laughs) I I want a clip. (laughs) Clip. Okay. Um, oh. Oh, this is yours. Here, let me throw it back in there. Okay. It's your turn. Oh, if you knew you had one day to live, how would you spend it? I think we already know the answer to this one. Do with Ryan Seacrest. With Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny. My dream is to is to host Ryan's show when he retires, if he ever retires. If I don't think he ever will. I don't, I don't think so either. All right, uh, this last one will be for both of us. Okay. Okay. So, do you want to pick the last one? Yeah. The best part of waking up is Folders in your cup. <laughs> the best part of waking <laughs> up 
It's bulges in your cup. Um, I would say the, my favorite part of waking up in the morning, it's so simple, but like, you know that first morning stretch that you do where you just go, oh, you know, like that noise you make? I know it's dumb. It sounds dumb, but it's my favorite part of like every morning. Let's do one more question. <laughs> You're like, this is boring, <laughs> Darby. But it's the truth. Guys, ah. I appreciate the simple things, Ruben. I do appreciate the simple things. My favorite part of waking up is listening to Ryan Seacrest in the morning. How about that? Oh, my. Is that a little too, a little too much? Oh, my. Actually, I listen to Carson Daly, so. I already know the answer to this. If you could meet anyone living or dead, who would you meet? <laughs> Give me a curveball. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody else, but I can't think of anybody else. Well, I've already met everybody who I'd want to meet. Good for you. Like, everyone except for Seacrest. Is, like, I've, I've met Miles Kennedy. I've met Mark Tremonti. I've met Carson Daly. i met Adam Levine. i met Blake. Like, all the people I want to meet, I've already met, except for Seacrest. So. Well, uh, technically, I, I did kind of meet him on the phone once. So. On the phone once. You kind yeah. of did meet him, so it yeah. happened. Yeah. You can die happy. I could. You can. Yes. Um, if I could meet anyone, living or dead, I would like to meet. Um, there's. I'm gonna name like three people because I'm annoying. Um, Aldous Huxley. He's my favorite like philosopher and psychologist. Oh, was that um, was living or dead? Yeah. Oh, in that living case, Elvis Presley. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, but see, that's hard. I'm definitely. I would love to meet Janis Joplin. I would like love to meet her. And then curveball. I would like to meet uh, Frederick Douglass, if you know who that is. Yes. I, but my brain... For whatever reason, I'm, I'm having a Donald Trump moment right now. I'm, like, thinking... Because he, he said he was a general, right? No? No? Stop. Okay. <laughs> Just, Hold he, for edit. Um, no, he was one of the people who, like, wrote the slave narrative and did all of that. Oh, yeah. He was quite the man. Yeah. I'm a history... Like, I'm a dork. I was, too, back I, in the day. I was. I still am. <laughs> Let me just, <laughs> let me just beat my head against it. Yeah.